Hey everybody, it's Richie, and before we start this episode of the program, we of course want to tell you about DraftKings, and you know by now that the second round in basketball and hockey, it's well underway, and the action increases from game to game. This is where contenders are separated from the pretenders. To give you some skin in the game, DraftKings will be offering free-to-play pools every day of the basketball playoffs, offering players a free shot of up to $10,000 in total prizes. That's up to $10,000 in total prizes. You just got to download the app, go to the uh, pools page, and choose from a wide variety of free contests to play. Once again, you download the top-rated DraftKings app right now. Use that promo code we've been telling you about for months now, THPN, when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. Once again, that's promo code THPN for a limited time. In a world where social media is king and everyone is an expert in everything, get the facts from your insiders here on Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. Here are your hosts, Corey Crenshaw and Richie Flores. I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. Welcome back in, Sporty Nation. Nice to be talking to you all. We are now countdown. Uh, so what, Thursday, Friday. Ooh, Saturday. We're only three days away from our big live show to honor our four-year anniversary. It's it's getting close, folks. This is exciting, and we can't really wait. So talk about that so much more with me, as per usual, my wonderful and amazing co-host, Richie Suave Flores. How you doing? Hello, Corey. Going to keep it a, a short episode of the program today because we are recording at almost 11 o'clock at night. And, of course, there's not a whole like, a lot of Coyotes news available out there right now. And we want to save our best content for the live stream coming up on Saturday afternoon. Again, you can watch it on our YouTube page. You can watch it on our Twitch channel. And you can also watch it um, on, on Facebook and Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. So that's coming up on Saturday, June the 12th. And we are going to do it at approximately 2 p.m. Arizona time. We're going to be joined by a couple of our good friends from the network, Nick of the Sharks podcast, and of course, Benders from the Habs podcast. And he must be buzzing right now. The Habs are on a roll. They swept the Winnipeg Jets. They're in the final four of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Underdog, Canada's team. And so I'm excited to get him back on the show. And Nick, too. We're going to be doing, or I'm going to be doing the watermelon mustard taste test. Live oh, you got to remind me to pick up a watermelon. You got to remind me to pick up a watermelon. Mister now, oh, works at Sprouts. Remind yes. me that next time you look at a watermelon. Yes. Now, here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to buy a full wa- watermelon because fuck oh, that. Like one of the baby way- ones. Yeah, that's no, not even that. Not even the mini ones. Like that's that. I don't mess with that. That's oh, too much work. You're you get lazy it. with the pre-chopped. Corey, you have to cut it up. If you buy a full watermelon, I'm like, I don't want to do that. So I'm going to get the little bucket of already pre-cut watermelon. The watermelon slices. Yes, I know. Right away. Like, I, I told you, I adore watermelon. It's like one mm-hmm. of my favorite things. Everything that's even watermelon flavored. I love it. So I know about the pre-chopped watermelon. 
but I, I didn't think, I thought you were going to go like aesthetically pleasing for the sporty nation. I thought you were going to actually be able to hold the rind of the watermelon. I want to get one of the little baby watermelons. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do that, go ahead. I feel like you and Scotty would have more, you, you, cause there were two of you, you would eat more of it than, than say like me, cat and Izzy. I think Izzy likes watermelon too. So she can finish off what I don't eat. And cat too. Yes. Eat <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just during the stream, that'd be your snack for the entire show. Yeah. How long during the stream will it take me to eat a full one of those baby watermelons? <laughs> so that's coming up on Saturday. I'm excited for that. Like I said, I'm going to cheat and buy one of the, the prepackaged ones. Now I just have to remember to do it. Both of us do. I'm going to remind Benders and Nick if they want to try it too to make sure they have a watermelon. And if they don't and they forget, then they're getting their ass called out live on the show and they're going to get roasted by by me, by you, and the entire Sporty Nation for bailing on the plan. Because Nick does a thing on the Sharks podcast where he does Nick will try it. And he and he, he does, he's done the Choco Challenge before. He's done a couple other different challenges. Mm-hmm. And so... I figure he would be most likely to do the watermelon challenge with me. And again, Corey's going to do the one. She's going to put cinnamon on hers because that's been going around the internet too. I'm going to do watermelon. I'm going to do mustard. We'll see what Nick and Benders have up their sleeves too. But that's going to be the big, that's going to be the big piece of the special. Not only celebrating our four year sporting anniversary, our sportiversary as we like to call it here on the show. So cute. But the um, but yeah, we're doing the watermelon challenge and us and a bunch of other random shit that pops up too. Um, so it's I don't I don't think we're gonna talk about any hockey whatsoever, which is par for the course for this show. But I mean, we we might talk some hockey. We might throw some stuff in there. You know, there's the interesting dynamic of you know those Canadian teams really haven't seen anyone uh, south of the border, so it should be interesting to see what. Um, they have to say about, you know, the fact of what is going to happen with that. Cause I think that's a very interesting thing. Like they're going to have to travel for the first time. They're going to have to see these teams that they haven't had to see at all. Cause they've just been in Canada this whole time. I think that's an interesting dynamic that they've, that none of these Canadian teams have had to face so far. So that might be an interesting little topic. Just tease that out there. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause it came out on, uh, on Tuesday that the NHL is going to be able to play in Canada as needed for the final two rounds of the Stanley cup playoffs. Cause the Canadian government on Sunday issued an exemption for cross border travel. And yes, I turned Canadian into a three syllable word there. I wasn't even going to say anything about it, but since you brought it up, yes, you did. <laughs> Don't ask me why I have no idea why I just did that. <laughs> Hey, we all pronounce things differently, so maybe some people out there just genuinely thought that's how you pronounced it. It's it's one of those things where I read it, and it just didn't compute in my brain to say something different. What is Katarina opening behind you? I have no idea. Can you hear that? Yes, it sounds like she has the biggest bag of chips that i've ever heard in my life um yeah i don't know what she's doing i wasn't even going to mention it but what yeah what are you eating 
Nachos. Cats eating nachos to answer your question. Oh, so at least I got the bag of chips right. Yes, yes. So thank <laughs> No, it's okay. It's not your fault. It's I need to get a better mic because it this thing picks up all the sound. So if you're not super quiet, then shit just goes it picks up everything. So I can't stop you from eating. So eat eat away. And I'll continue to podcast on here. No, sorry, this, this we're just conducting nice. our own conversation while recording. This is great radio. It, it's it's great ASMR for some people. You know, the sound of opening a bag, making some nachos, uh, pushing the buttons on the microwave. I'm sure that's some ASMR for someone. I uh, maybe maybe it will. Yes, yeah. So I don't know how well it picked up on that. Like for people like you, obviously heard it, Corey. I don't know how well it's going to pick up. Um, in terms of like everybody else, but we'll see. So be on the lookout for cats opening up a chip bag while recording a podcast. It, it's it's grade A content here, Richie. This is off season content at its finest. Yeah, this is what happens when you don't plan out a show, and this is this is exactly what happens. So, anyway, to get back on track, back to the point at hand. Fourth anniversary. Spectacular coming up on Saturday afternoon here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Again, live YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter. You can watch all of it go down. Going to be an exciting show. And who knows what's going to happen. You're not going to want to miss it. Oh, yeah. And it, it allows you guys to actually be able to throw in comments and questions that are live and on the fly and things that we haven't been able to be prepared for quite yet so um you know that's always fun too it's nice to be able to have it's not like we really plan these things out like we we know like a a general structure but we kind of uh throw stuff at each other that we're not expecting all the time it's part of the thing of coming from journalism school you gotta be prepared for stuff all the time so um it'll be fun to get that little dynamic in there too I, i really enjoy being able to engage with sporting nation so i'm excited about that as well yep exactly looking forward to that that's that's always the best part about doing live shows you can engage with viewers more so than you can on a recorded show but anyway again saturday tune in don't want to miss it um two more things before we get out of here let's talk quickly about because we talked most a lot about it on our last show on the monday show where we both kind of weren't really expecting jacob chickering to end up getting a finalist nomination for the norris and we essentially were right um but once again we have the east coast bias like we talked about Corey. we get a a fucking New York Ranger. We got a, a Tampa Bay Lightning and Victor Hedman. He's who's already won the damn award already. Like he sucks. I don't want him in there. And then we have babyface Kale McCarr here, um, who's Avalanche are probably going to lose to the Golden Knights in the playoffs. So those are our three finalists. Yeah, I mean it's it's sad, but I'm also not terribly surprised in the fact that. It's all basically stereotypical who they would choose for these spots. I mean, uh, if there's anything that at least made me happy, um, Kale McCarr was uh, being asked, uh, him along with other players, about their biggest impulse purchase um, over the last 12 months. And his response was, "Um, the other day I was driving and I stopped to buy myself a Slurpee. I wouldn't usually do that, but I did. <laughs> that was at least a, a bright side in it, because I th- thought that was fucking hilarious. But, like, it's uh, it's everything we expected it to be. 
It was every single type of um, nothing new because of the fact that it just, there is that bias. And then there's the fact that, you know, teams that, you know, make the playoffs and teams that are generally, see, now I can't speak either, good are the ones that those players get noticed. So, you know, none of, None of those teams were bad by any means or are bad by any means. And uh, those players had, like, the best stats. Nothing else really got factored into this. And I think that will always be my frustration and the fact that they never really truly factor in um, the struggles that some of the players may be going through on their certain teams that aren't so great, but they don't get noticed because their team's um, don't really lift them up. And that was kind of the th- the rant that we went on last week. But, you know, it's not it's not Chikrin's fault, and I think that's what makes it so rough. Yeah, and the thing that's the thing that sucks about leaving these awards to media members is, like, media members are inherently biased. And they don't really want to admit it half the time, which is something I've never really liked about sports media being in and around it for seven years. I'm like, I understand you're supposed to be unbiased, but like, don't act like you don't have rooting interests or don't act like, don't play the, oh, I'm not a fan of anybody team here. I'm just here to cover the sport. Bullshit. And that's part of the reason why letting journalists and media vote on awards is, is crap. It should be the actual coaches. It should be GMs. It should be the players voting on these types of things, and not not the media. And the best case scenario I can I I, I have for that case in point. Um, and I I don't remember. Did we? I don't think I I don't remember if I talked about this on on Sunday. If I did, I'm sorry. I can barely remember what day of the week it is anymore. But. When Monty Williams did not win the NBA Coach of the Year as voted on by the media, and he lost out because he didn't get enough second-place votes despite the fact that he had the most first-place votes, and he got beat out by the head coach of the New York fucking Knicks who got their asses handed to him in the playoffs by the Atlanta Hawks, whereas the Phoenix Suns are very well could be the NBA champion this year. Um, they're up two nothing in their series against the, against the Nuggets. Like I, that made me so angry. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Of course you give just fucking hand it to the coach from New York. So, if my takeaway from this is the media should not be allowed to vote on any of these awards again, just cut them out completely. My biggest thing I have with it is the fact that you have such a small handful of media members that really genu- genuinely are just generalists across the NHL there's very few of them that are just general NHL just covering the sport type of a thing you have a lot of people who they what they do is they cover a certain team and that is their bread and butter and they travel with that team and that is that that is their life you have invested yourself into um what that team does and their day-to-day and you're at their practices you are um you're a part of basically i've always said this that like any beat writer for a team is essentially like co-workers with those 
uh, players because of the fact that you have to be working with them every single day. And if you write like a terrible story about them, you have to be able to face them the next day in the locker room when you're talking to them. So it, a lot of those media members are very close to a certain team or certain teams that are around them, because no matter what your team is going to be playing, um, especially this year in particular, teams that are close uh, regionally to whatever team you're covering. So if you are on the East Coast right now, especially, you're going to be staying within those teams and the the other players that you will be interviewing um, from the other teams and interacting with, obviously it's a little bit different this year with Zoom and whatnot, will always be within that same uh, geographical area. Um, So I think, you know, we always talk about the time zone difference, but we never really talk about the fact that um, with the the time and energy that they um, put into really covering these teams, it's often stuck in a certain area and they don't, especially this year, venture out as much. So I think that's also a little bit of a factor too. And there's always going to be an innate bias whenever, um, you know, whenever you're spending a lot of time with certain players and in certain places. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a great point. That's a great point about a lot of these media members being just covering their team. And, and, and this year too is a a better example of that because every division was playing inside of your division. So you're not, you know, seeing a lot of other teams on a regular basis, unless you're sitting in front of your computer and watching every game all the time, which is, damn near impossible so i can almost guarantee you that most of these people voting on this award like didn't probably saw jacob chicken play one time this year right so but then again also the coyotes did not make the playoffs that's another big reason why jacob chicken probably didn't get nominated usually these awards go to players and teams that actually have success as a team kind of what we talked about earlier in the week but um that should not take away from the fact that and I was talking with somebody about this today too, is like, they were like, look, Jacob Trickren still had one of the best seasons by a Coyotes defense we've ever seen. And it was on a team that didn't make the playoffs and that with a roster, like we talked about, that really wasn't that great, right? It was a an average roster and Jacob Trickren was still able to put up the amount of production he did despite that, right? And so we can't shouldn't take that away Watching Jacob Tricker this year was an absolute pleasure. It's going to be an even better pleasure in the years to come. Um, and his hat trick that he scored this year, the hat chick, as we called it, um, still one of my favorite moments of the Coyote season. Yeah, and I think it put him on the radar for the, the future as well. So it really made people actually notice him and pay attention to him. And it could be, as long as he keeps it up, it could be the launching pad for his career and the fact that he may down the line um, end up winning this, being able to actually be noticed by the people who are voting on these awards and stuff like that, because of the fact that he's finally getting in front of people and finally getting noticed. So um, that, you know, it could be that stepping stone that ends up happening to either make him better in, in that sense, or even if it's future down down the road in the future when he is, you know, even if he's no longer a coyote, it's something that will stick in people's brains. So I guess if there is a bright side to it, that would probably be it. 
And we'll find out later this summer where he finished in the balloting um, when they actually announce the winners at the NHL Awards later this summer. So um, before we go here, I have a quick rant. Are you ready for my rant? It's a very super quick one, but it's something that I just needed to get off my chest here to end the show. Absolutely. Go for it. Okay, so PSA, folks. Please don't show up to the grocery store 15 minutes before it closes and spend your entire time there putting together an entire shopping cart full of stuff and walk and ended up spending well over $100 right before that grocery store closes. Please don't do that. That's not cool. That's a one-way ticket to making people super angry. I'll leave it at that. And I think that goes for a lot of different, um, like basically any place that is like retail or food or anything. Like, don't go into a restaurant right before they're about to close. You know, they don't go into a store right when they're about to close and then just like be walking around that store and especially like unfolding things or moving things. Like, they're clearly cleaning up that store before they close. Um, you know, any of those places that you would go into right before a closing time, just don't do it. Most of those workers are tired, they're exhausted, and they just want to go home. And the longer that you're there, it means that they can't shut down the store, the restaurant or whatever. And in and I especially emphasize this in any food situation, because when Ever, if someone is handling your food, you don't want to piss them off. Yeah, that's 100% true. So take that with you, Sporty. You should take away anything from this show. It's um, that cat likes nachos and and don't show up to a store 15 minutes before they close expecting to do an entire full shopping run. So. I think that's a great PSA. That's something everyone should know. And it's basic courtesy, actually. It's like, just don't be a jackass. <laughs> All right. Do you have any last words before we go, Corey? That don't be a jackass is my general last words for everyone. Just don't be an asshole. Be kind to everyone. And don't enter a store right before they're about to close. All right, everybody, make sure you watch our live stream episode again on coming up on Saturday afternoon, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, anywhere you get your video extravaganza. You can check out our fourth anniversary spectacular coming up then. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Corey underscore Reggie Show, Instagram at Corey Reggie Show. Follow Corey at Corey Nicole with two E's. Follow me at rflores91. Follow the network at HockeyPodNet, and of course, promo code THPN with our friends at DraftKings until Saturday afternoon, Sporting Nation. Good night and good hockey, everybody.